Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. At CarphoneWarehouse.ie, you can shop our range of prepay and SIM-free mobile phones, as well as wearables, headphones, cases, and other accessories. For your convenience, we have also reopened selected stores and have implemented a number of social distancing measures for safer shopping. For details on store reopenings, check out CarphoneWarehouse.ie. You guys, I am so excited it's fall because not only does that mean new fashion, but it means new TV time, and Hulu has all of the shows I love to watch, like Vanderpump Rules, The Voice, Grey's Anatomy, This Is Us. I mean, so many of my bingeable favorites, and Hulu has them all, but... As much as I want to watch like dramas all day, you know, I also want comedies that make me laugh so hard I literally cry. Like The Good Place, It's Always Sunny, Family Guy. I mean, Hulu has all of those shows too and I know you guys love watching them as much as I do. And do you know what else Hulu has? Well, it's a really great low price. Plans start at $5.99 a month. So if you love TV and don't want to miss a moment of the new stuff, go to Hulu.com and start your free trial And again, Hulu.com, start your free trial. Hulu has the TV you love. Only $5.99 a month. From Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. everyone happy new year it's 2020 can't believe it um back in studio we have a fun guest today and an awesome co-host my girl jamie lynn is back in studio with me i'm back yeah and from summer house miss hannah burner thank you for having me thanks for being here i'm excited yes i know cool to see you in la i know i met sheena do you remember how we met back in the day betches betches i interviewed you Right, at, you were like in a weird place with Rob, oh, and I remember God. the betches were like, "You gotta ask her, you gotta get to it." <laughs> but when I was talking, I was like, "Bitch, this girl's been through some shit. Like, yeah. I don't want to." She's like, "I don't know what's gonna happen. We he might be the one for me." And I was like, "Girl, whatever." Well, the oh, Rob God. thing came full circle. 
Yes. Oh my God. We've already told the story on the podcast, yeah. so I don't want to like bore my listeners. Yeah. But long story short, we ran me and my. Are you new... married now? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it got out. Oh short. God, the I'm pregnant with this baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my boyfriend and I ran into Rob recently at a music festival, uh-huh. and of I'll, course, I'll tell you the story after. But it was just like the perfect way you want it to go when you run into your ex. Oh, I love like a yes. movie, like a movie. Literally, like I was telling Kristen the story. This like you weekend. looked hot. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh yeah, we were at a music festival. Like yeah. it was so good. You were just like living your best life. See, I feel like my life in New York. Like I see my ex when I'm like at a bodega at 2 a.m. after I was crying, and then I'm eating bacon <laughs> egg, and cheese. That's how you're like, I'm happens. great. I'm great. I'm good. I don't need you. And he's with his hot new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but I I love that for you, and I love that you're. In a relationship. I didn't yes. even know that. I know. It's so new. It literally happened so quickly. I'm just like, there are friends of mine who I haven't seen since September. And they're like, wait, you have a boyfriend? Like, what is going on? I'm like, I can't I know. keep up with you, girl. Fucking weird. But that was the thing. I was like, whenever someone came along to make me, you know, want to stop being single and stop with all the other guys, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this might be the one. So. Was it when you weren't looking? Like, the corny stuff 100%. Oh, I, I hate that. I was so content in my single life. <laughs> literally. There's like, when you don't want it. And I'm like, but if I don't want it, I stay at home and pet my cat all the time. So yeah. Now, oh, yeah, we're both I do that ladies. too. Yes. And you found someone? Okay, so you, yeah. you make me believe in the world again. Go to music festivals. Actually, oh, go I to don't the do after drugs. parties because I was like, you guys, I'm going to bed. Nothing good is going to happen after 2 a.m. And huh. that's when she meets her boyfriend. Yeah. Crazy. Wow, you are an enigma. But yeah. I, I, I love that. I love that for you. I feel like, I don't know, dating in New York City and dating in L.A. is, um, I think, both very difficult. Because mm-hmm. everything's like next best thing, attitude. There's so many people. Yeah. So many hot, funny, smart, successful people. Well, and- in New York, they're successful. <laughs> In LA, they're still trying to figure it out. They're like 31 years old, thinking they're gonna make it as an With like actor. Three roommates. Yeah. Sheena, do are we you... talking about the same person? <laughs> Probably. Sheena, do you ever feel like your success has hurt you at all? hundred percent. I think that. That's the thing, like, with Brock, he has his shit together. Oh, he sounds hot. Oh, he's so... He sounds like a hot male Girl, cheerleader. he looks like Aquaman and Thor had a baby. <laughs> oh, my God, Jason Momoa is my crush. Yes, I just want him to carry me now. around like a baby. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he'll get carded all the time. He does not look under 21 by any means, but he'll get carded because... But he's because... 18. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's 29. But, like, he'll get carded because the bartender wants to see if his name is Jason Momoa. <laughs> Wait, does he have long hair? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. His hair's a little longer. It's about the same length as mine. Mine's grown so much, but yeah, your yeah hair long looks great. hair, the beard. His everything. is a little fuller, I think. Yeah. Sorry. His has better volume. His hair is better than mine. It's I don't love that. I can't date a guy who has better eyebrows than me. His eyebrows are better than mine. Like and I'm his eyelashes. Oh, I hate mm. these fucking dudes. We spend so much time making sure our eyes look gorgeous yeah. and our eyelashes, and these dudes just fall out of the womb. Yeah. With perfect eyelashes. No, I'm like every morning. I'm like, this is not fair. You wake up and look like that you know how much work i gotta put into this it is not fair <laughs> like he'll facetime me before we're going to bed and then i'm like but you still look like and now i'm like glasses no it's just ugh. but whatever but i will say yeah 
New York, impossible. L.A., impossible. San Diego, not so much. And what's crazy is the last, like, Rob was from San Diego. Max is from San Diego. I'm oh like, I keep getting drawn to these San Diego men, but I'm like, I think this one's going to stick. Is Brock San Diego? He lives in San Diego, yeah. Okay, I've I've been doing it all wrong. I also, <laughs> <laughs> I started seeing this. I love, first of all, I love being part of the Bravo family with you. Yes. And I, I started seeing this guy. I'm in, I'm doing comedy now. I started doing stand up comedy. Yeah, I want to get into that. And he's a stand up, but he lives. Uh-oh. And he's so hot. He's six seven. If a guy's tall, um, I don't care. And he's. I was like, he is thirty. He lives. He lives with his parents, but they're in Connecticut. So let's see. I don't know. I'm 28 <laughs> now. So. Uh huh. Um, and it's like this awkward thing where I feel like. Damn, I'm finally doing well in my career. I've dated such successful dudes when I had no job. Girl. And now that I have like shit going on, now I like have a smaller pack of guys I can choose from. It's fucked. I say this all the time. I'm like, how was I a cocktail waitress banging John Mayer? (laughs) And then I'm 34 on a successful television show banging a bar back. Like, what is wrong with me? Literally, it's how it happens. It's how it happens. Yeah. It's really crazy, but I don't know. I feel like. I can't stop what I'm doing, but now also with reality TV, a lot of guys in New York are finance dudes. Uh-huh. So they're like, I can't go on a TV show. So, yeah. so it's like, God, I hope we're filming again this summer. Yeah. And if we are, it's like, it really affects your love life so much. It really does. And it could speed up a, a, a <clears throat> attraction, but yeah. it also can like end one real quick. Oh, totally. I, I just mean, feel like you understand me in that way. Absolutely. And that's why I'm so anti-dating apps. Because it's like, I don't know if someone's swiping right because they want to get on Vanderpump Rules, because they think I have money, because, you know, it's like, I just, I've never done them. I've met people the old-fashioned way, and I mean, so far, it's worked out. Hopefully, this one, you know, is the one. That's smart of you, But no one has ever treated me the way that Brock is with me. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I've never felt, like, so What's his sign? What's your sign? I'm a Taurus. He's a Gemini. I like that. I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I love Gemini guys. Yeah, and I've never dated one. They have great personalities. They're like affectionate. Like they have an affectionate side. A lot of them have a party side too. Like they can be fun, but yeah. also cool. 100% that's him. Ooh, I like him yeah. for you. Yeah, like he's super like work driven, but then we go to festivals and just party our asses off. Like in the three months we've been together, we've been to what, four festivals? Four or five, yeah. Yeah, Kaboo. Um, Crossed and then uh, intersect, Wonderfront. <laughs> Jamie's been in all I, of them with me. Too. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I just strongly follow everything Sheena does. I know I she's she, at all she, times. Yeah, because you don't, you can't even follow yourself on Instagram now. She deleted her Instagram. No, but she's on. she's following me to San Diego now. She's dating um, a guy in San Diego. She just got a job offer in San Diego. Yeah, I'm I like, mean that's where the men are. Let's Girl. move to San Diego. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so you live in where do you live right now? Marina Del Rey. Okay. I just remember Vanderpump, everyone lost their damn mind. Yeah. When you moved to I know. So then I bought a house in Palm Springs, and I'm like, now you have to drive even further. <laughs> Fuck you. I, <laughs> I want to say real quick before we get into it, I probably told you this when I first met you, but I always will love you because... I was going through the worst breakup of my life. Like, one of those where, like, you can't just be stuck with your own thoughts because it's, like, spiraling and repeating. And yeah. you're just, like, in a dark place. And I work my little butt off at work, get home, get under the covers, and turn on Vanderpump Rules. And I started it from season one. Oh, my God. And I just fucking, like, <laughs> do you know when you just get lost in it? Yeah. And you're just like, I need to be with my friends who don't know who I am. <laughs> and watch, like, their shit. And, like, Sheena's relationship going up and down, all those woes. Like, you're just, like... 
you just put yourself out there more than anyone. And it's funny because you totally could be the like hot girl who's too cool for everything. Yeah. But you put it all out there and it makes yeah. people fucking understand you more and connect to you. So it's crazy that I'm sitting here with you now as like a Bravo person. Right. But like you it. helped me through that breakup and I just want to say thank you. Well, good. Thank yeah. you. Because that's. So we're here today. <laughs> that's literally like the reason why I do what I do and put it all out there is just so people can relate and know that like okay well if this girl can do it in front of the whole world like I can do it in the privacy of like my own home preach even just dealing with my husband's addiction the divorce the rob the like all that and my girls can relate to me because it's like I mean yeah you see the the worst parts of me on the show Mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of like the cool fun side which is frustrating but Mm -hmm. I'm like but those annoying like sides a lot of girls are like that where they're just like so obsessed with the guy and all about and it's like it's so annoying everyone relates to you i know that they like definitely cut it to show like all the times you talked about rob and put it in a one minute (laughs) (laughs) but it's like that's when i fucking like someone are you fucking kidding me like every conversation i'm like oh well matthew loves salads too or like uh-huh. oh well Matthew used to live there too and I just will re- it's what's top of mind yeah and it was adorable and hilarious well thanks I'm glad I can <laughs> someone off um but okay so speaking of being relatable and like you know fans reaching out and whatnot there was um there's a girl uh her name's Catherine Wright and you did a video for her. It was um, one of the things on Greenfly oh, yeah. that they sent us. Yeah. She's 28 years old, and um, about two months ago, they gave her one to two months to live. Yep. She has cancer. It's terrible. She is an incredible writer. I've read so many of her blogs. She has this morbid humor that is just fucking hilarious. She's hysterical. Yeah, I sent her um, a video a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and then the Facebook group I sent it to they gave me her best friend's email so then through her best friend Rochelle I was like communicating I went on Amazon Prime and I like sent a few things to her that like Aww. she had mentioned in her blog she loves like Nancy Drew books and like this Mary-Kate and Ashley movie and so, so cute. I put together this like care package and I was like I mean I wanted it to be like really cute but I was like I mean I don't know how much time she has so I wanted to get to her as soon as possible yeah. they gave me her address the Amazon Prime the stuff to her and then I found out the day before it arrived she went to the hospital and I just found out this morning she's out of the hospital she was like in she's hospice. at home yeah yeah but she's at home right now literally texting me that's amazing right now. and I wanted to read you what one of her texts was because I said I was like I said I'm having Hannah Burner on my podcast today she's like oh my god she's like you can tell Hannah that I live for her tweets <laughs> <laughs> cry right now but it's just like that just uh, her blogs that I was reading and just like there was one thing where um her best friend Rochelle was telling me they were like on FaceTime and they were just like laughing at something and Catherine was like oh my god I'm dying and and her friend was like I know (laughs) but she has this the same like dark humor as I do and I think it's crazy how the Bravo community has come like bravo connects people because i feel like we all have similar sense of humor yeah and we all understand that like life can be dark and sad and the fact that this woman could be any of any of us right now yeah. like she yeah. she's and she's doing it with such a positive beautiful spin and just being so funny while also being in this sad place but like we all love you Catherine. we're here for you yeah and you're the shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna send that to her right now just a little video but um so i asked her i was like you know i i, I do know a few people on bravo I was like is there <laughs> anyone who um hasn't reached out that you want to get a video from and she's like 
Carl's such a fuckboy, but I love him. Oh my God. I was like, done. And she's done. like, and I love the Toms. <laughs> so I um I texted, I just group chatted the Toms and Carl's like, I need oh you this video. God. And um Carl was like, I'm driving, I can't get it to tonight. When do you need to buy? I was like, ASAP. ASAP. Obviously. Do it in the car. So, Figure it out. Yes, Sheena those... does her fucking eyelashes in the car. You could do a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm getting those. I'm gonna send those to her today. That's so sweet of you, Sheena. She just wanted me to tell you that she lives for your tweets it makes me really so, happy i know and i just was so thankful that i at least saw these messages in time to reach out yeah because i mean especially god around the holidays oh. it it's just ugh. okay let's let's we're gonna go back to happy yeah times. no Otherwise, but the holidays they're happy it's just, it's so you have to you reflect on life but yeah 2020 is a new year it is. And even though it's all like socially constructed, it's really just the next day. But it's nice to feel like you have a refresh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty, the year of, as I'm saying, do better. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like clear vision. I'm like just do better. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know how often when I like when I first got the call for Summer House, how often my friend would just go, we'd get a call and be like, I'm so excited, like what's happening? This is crazy. I'm scared. She just go. It's all happening. <laughs> yes, we would say I that love all that. Because like that's what life feels like. Like that that statement is what life feels like when like your crush texts you, when yeah. like you get the job you yeah. want, when you're just like on your grind, when you feel in alignment of yourself. It's just like it's all fucking happening. Yeah, exactly. It's not one thing that makes you happy. It's everything around you. No, that you've, totally. Like, the energies you surround yourself with. But yeah. Anyway. So I have that tattoo to my ass now. I'm just kidding. Yes, I, love it. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> I love this tattoo. It's so good. I saw it when you sat down and I was like, oh my God, iconic. Yeah, iconic. it's my favorite. Iconic. So recently someone had commented something about it and they're like, I don't know if it was whatever picture it was. And they commented and they're like, oh yeah, I bet she's regretting that tattoo now that she's divorced and da 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 da. And I'm like, it's still happening. Regretting a <laughs> tattoo that's a quote from my favorite movie of all time that is still relevant and no, all the time. No. No, I don't regret it. No. no Do I, you regret any of your tattoos? I don't want to regret <laughs> any of them because I don't like to live with regrets. I like to, you know, live and learn. Come on, Sheena. Live, laugh, love. However, <laughs> she has that tattoo. This on one right it's here. ironic. I wish this one was more of the fine lines like this one is. So my Mm. live, laugh, love on my ribs. That one I'm thinking of removing only because it's not fine lines anymore. Can you see it? Yeah. And I I don't hate it, though. I don't hate it, but I would prefer something more, like, thin. And then um, on my back, I have a Britney Spears (laughs) tramp stamp fairy. Ah! (laughs) See, that's it's iconic. Exactly. It's iconic. But I'm like, it's so big. And at the time when I was 18, and I was in like this little goth phase, I got my nose pierced, like oh, 10 piercings that. in my ears. I had my nail pierced. Okay. Like I was going all out. I yeah. dyed my hair black. It I was, was all happening. Yeah. I was upset with my boyfriend. I was like, I'm getting a tattoo. And it says fuck Brian. Yeah. <laughs> but and then there's like another one I have right here, which was a hibiscus flower. Is the first one I got for oh. my grandpa after he passed away but then I added to it and then I added to it and then I was like why did I add to it it was perfect the way it was so that's fine to see how your brain changes over time things that you like you don't like anymore respective changes and it's a it's like a symbol of how we evolve over time yeah and then you know what I realized about three years ago one night so this one on my left inner wrist I have my 
initials, Sheena Marie, uh-huh. and then a star. Uh-huh. At first, I got a star like when I moved to Hollywood because I was like, I want to be a star one day. And then uh-huh. a couple years later, I added my initials. I was like, and I want to make a name for myself. Uh-huh. Lame, whatever. <laughs> Drunk at a gifting suite. Fast forward about seven years. Kristen and I are like, let's get matching tattoos. We both love music. So we get uh-huh. this. Uh, what's it fucking called? The, a music symbol. You know, the, <laughs> It's like not a, not a treble clap. Uh, I don't know. Whatever oh, the music yeah. G clap. Yeah, whatever the one that looks like an S. And yeah. I was like, oh, S for Sheena, the pretty one. <laughs> but look, this one faces me, and this one faces you. Oh, <laughs> you know what? And I didn't realize it for years. Because you're imperfectly perfect. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's <laughs> so, yeah. So you know, there's some things that I would maybe tweak, but um, they're they're on me. And what about you? Do you have any? I have no tattoos. Seriously, I'm such a loser. Would you ever get one? I'm like, it's almost to the point where it's like, I don't, I haven't even, I've never done cocaine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's like, I'm 28 now. Like, it's not cool if I do it. Like, if I did it when I was 20, it's still kind of cool. Right. Now it's like, if I like it, now I like cocaine. And I'm now in I have the a same position. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, yeah. like, it's like, it's if like, I like tattoos, n- then I have to get a sleeve. And then yeah. I'm like, it's not even cool. I'm just like, yeah, I like get addicted to other things. Yeah, so. that. <laughs> that's okay. That's me. So stay away from cocaine and needles. It's <laughs> yeah. great advice, kids. She's <laughs> like, okay, but uh, yeah. So I don't have any tattoos. I but I feel like if if I like if some event happened, maybe. But I feel like I wouldn't just get one. I'd want to get a ton. And the I next have thing one. You know, and I always said I would never get a tattoo. Yeah. What do you have? Okay, so. It was on a dare, and I was blindfolded. It was in the West Village at 4 a.m., yeah. just to preface. <laughs> I feel like I know I the place in my head. It's, like, near St. Mark's. No, that's East Village. So oh, in the... West Village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wish I went to East Village. It would have been so much cooler. I would have had a yeah. much better tattoo on me than I do right now. I'm envisioning near the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, so... Like I said, it was a dare, and it was with that friend that you were like, how did, she, how did you and Sheena meet? Yeah. Mutual friend who yeah. I'm no longer friends with. Yes. So she and I, this ex-friend of mine, have the same tattoo on us. So every day I look at her, <gasps> I have to think of her. But it kind of just makes me think, like, just don't take life too seriously because it's hilarious. Yeah. So I just want to go through the stages of getting this tattoo real yeah. quick. <laughs> so yes, we blindfolded please. ourselves. So the first one I picked was a skull with cornrows with a Confederate flag behind it. Wait, wait. You blindfolded yourselves to randomly guess a tattoo that you're going to yes. get on your body permanently for the rest of your life. Yes. Okay. And my first and only tattoo, mind you. Okay. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let's do best of two. Yeah. The Confederate flag. Didn't, yeah. Yeah. So the next one was just like this bomb, like on fire. And it was just like, that's like really lame too. And we we're like, okay, best of three. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked the sign for Sagittarius. Uh-huh. So it's like this cute girl. This, so this is what we have, even though I'm not a Sagittarius. She's not a Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> it's this like centaur girl. Like she's like half little like horse. She's got a ponytail. She's a bone arrow shooting at the moon. And so like we this finished this. complex. And then um, my friend was like, okay, now we have to get the initials KT underneath that stands for Kamikaze Tattoo. So you can't ever say, like, you got this for someone who's a Sagittarius. I'm like, not that I would, because this story is amazing, and this is the story I want to tell. But okay, so it's a Sagittarius with KT underneath. So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, now I just need to meet a guy with the initials KT yes. as a Sagittarius. Uh-huh. And we're searching. Yeah. Well, so far, you're not on the right track. <laughs> Where is it and how big is it? Um, It's on my hip bone and it's like, I don't know, like maybe like three, two or three inches. So whenever anyone goes, what is that? You tell them that? Um, It's it's really not visible. So it's like you have to be like really close to me to see it. Yeah, Yeah, so when a guy's going down. (laughs) That's the story. He's like, oh, I don't. 
don't like Sagittarius. And you're like, hey, don't worry, I'm not. I'm not, sorry. <laughs> We're still compatible. Don't worry. Keep going. It's so funny. But yeah, I feel like New York City tattoos are really like cool right now. Yeah. And everyone's just like, they have those like really thin little ones that everyone gets their fingers. The fingers are really cool right now. Yeah. And you, yeah, like th- that looks fucking sick. But a lot of people are getting them on top of their fingers. Yeah, on top. Now. My friend just And said you that. get tons of rings. And you're just yeah. like, you look like the coolest, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm finger tattooed out. I ran out of fingers and I don't want to do, I mean, I might, who knows, get married again one day, so I don't want to fuck up my left hand just in case. Yeah. But, um. And also, you're in a creative space right now. Like, we're reality TV rock stars. Yeah. So I could do whatever the fuck I want and they're like, that's great for Except story. Except change your hair color during filming. Yeah. <laughs> The hair, they don't fuck with oh, the hair. It's like so annoying. I keep my nails the same color all year. Yeah. Like, and my hair, I'm like, when do I get to cut it? Ooh, it's almost it's almost reunion time. I get to change my hair. Oh my that gosh. one time a year. We actually, I've never done a reunion yet. Oh, I'm shit. hoping that this year we'll get one. We don't know yet. But it's funny because, like, we film and then during the year we all hang out. We're all like, New York's a pretty small place. And, like, I'm in a fight with one of them. I'm like, another one's annoying me. Like, new shit. We're never, we never stop the drama. Yeah. And I'm like, so ready for. <laughs> if we have one. Yes. But then we also have a group chat where, like, when something goes down, we all, like, get back together and we, like, have each other's yeah. backs. And that's how we are, too. It's like, even when you're mad at someone, you still, like, you love them. You're all in this ride together. You so. are. But, it, yeah. yeah, it really is family, I feel like. Definitely. But it's also... Dysfunctional. Yes. Family. And our show is only the... F- we just filmed the fourth season. So we're not near the, like, amount of episodes you guys have and we just started experience like summer house wasn't that popular until i'd say like last season started to get a little little until heat. you and Paige came on I mean, <laughs> let's be real <laughs> I, I heard Paige... it's the first season i've ever watched full <gasps> through you watched it yeah every she episode knew that means so much yeah to me. but only because of you girls oh like love you carl and kyle but no. they couldn't they couldn't carry the whole show themselves I, but when true. you two came on i was like i'm going to watch every episode and i did thank you it yeah. is really like a chemistry thing like mm-hmm. it, everyone adds to it and sometimes you just need a put a new mix to yeah. make things work. We did that this year, too. Oh, and sometimes, <laughs> But the thing is, it's hard. I realized for the first time now, like, you get really protective of what you created. Mm-hmm. And this was the first summer that, like, random girls started hitting the guys up to, like, to, like, come to parties or, like, be in scenes. And they're, you realize, like, they're planning on, like, getting on the yeah. show. And we never, like, last season, no one even, was, like, no one knew what was going on. No one even knew we were filming. Mm-hmm. So we're just starting to deal with, like, people hitting us up or trying to be friends and dating to like get on the show which is yeah you guys must do because also you're in LA uh-huh. if you can't make if it, you're everyone's trying to get on TV in yeah. some capacity I know and it's like reality TV doesn't have that negative stigma that it used to no. have so everyone wants to be on it do you feel like when you first started it had that stigma I think it was right in the transitional period yeah like it was like right after the hills but like Right around when Beverly Hills Housewives had just started. Mm. So it was like a, a transitional time, I felt like. It was like a good time to get on TV. Were you afraid that if you went on reality TV... Sorry, I turned to interview yeah. Sheena. <laughs> so many questions. I'm going to get you on Burning Hell, my podcast. Next yes. time in the city. It's going to be so fun. But um, we're going to burn hell together. I feel like... Did you feel like you had to give up other dreams if you went reality TV? But they were following your career, too. They were. They don't anymore, but they were. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, like, with acting, I was still auditioning and stuff. But then it became, do you want Sheena from Vanderpump Rules representing your product and starring in your show? Or do you want just, you know, a no-name actress? So that kind of got put on hold, but then also came full circle, and I headlined a show in Las Vegas. Yeah. 
So it, you know, it's kind of, it just depends. It's so awesome. And I feel, I don't know, I feel like reality TV gives you the exposure to then do what you really want to yeah. do. Yeah, like this podcast, I mean, there's been so many opportunities that I've gotten from doing the show, but also, you know, there's a lot of things that it holds you back from, especially a successful relationship. <laughs> oh my God. I yeah. <laughs> but, okay, wait, I want to get into some more stuff with you. Um, so, okay, tell me about your podcast, and I'll actually be in New York next month. Perfect. Or, well, in January, yeah. So perfect. I record um, in Soho. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Um. I I'd love to have you on. Yes. Okay. It's, so burning in hell. It's called burning in hell. B E R N. It's yes. like a pun for my name. It's not like a weird devil cult. Um. But it's when I started working for Betches, I was meeting like a lot of celebrities or like entrepreneurs, and I was like, I want. I want to talk to these people about their dark shit. Like, we look up to them so much. I want to know what makes them insecure, what keeps them up at night, their anxieties, their fears. And it became this fun comedy podcast where I just, like, get really dark, but we laugh about everything. Yeah. And um, it's been great because I got my first live show from Burning in Hell at Caroline's in New York City. And my friend was like, do 10 minutes of stand-up. And I was like, no. And she was like, do it. And I'm like, no. And she's like, you have so many funny tweets. Like, you write jokes all the time. Yeah. The thing is, I dated a stand-up comic for, like, a year. And you know when you feel like it's kind of, like, his thing? Right. And he was so good at it. And I was like, I'm, he's going to make fun of me. Then I finally was like, fuck the dude. Fuck my fears. And the first time I did stand-up was in front of 250 people at Caroline's. Oh, oh my wow. God. That's and iconic. it was such a high. And, like, I've done things. Like, I was a tennis player where, like, I'd get really bad performance anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you, you know what you want to do and then you get up there and you just, your brain plays tricks on you. I literally got up there and my, I felt like I was talking to someone over coffee. Like I was so calm and the crowd was great. Wow. And after that I was like, ooh, I found my like new creative outlet. Yeah. So I've been, I have my podcast. I've been doing stand up at night and then Summer House is airing February 5th. So I like, I feel inspired by you and a lot of Vanderpump cast and how I've seen your careers grow because, like, you can't – your personality is your personality and people love it. Right. And then you kind of figure out ways to make it bigger and make it your own. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. that's my update. Love that. Okay, Thank so wait, February 5th. What day of the week is that? That's So we're Wednesday at 9 p.m. We got a new time oh, slot. Okay, see, same with us. We're Tuesdays, 9 p.m. See, you know things. Is that good? Or, is that good for us? <laughs> um. See, that's the thing is I you've been bopped around, haven't you? I – think that it's good that we're not on Mondays anymore because The Bachelor premieres yeah. January 6th or yeah. Bachelor, Bachelor. Yeah, Bachelor. Yeah. So that was one thing. Um, Dancing with the Stars, The Voice, Monday Night Football. So much competition. There was like a lot of things on Mondays. So, I mean, we've been on the air for, this is now our eighth year. Holy so crap. seven years we were on Mondays. I guess we'll see what it's like to be on Tuesdays. Wow. But yeah, it's weird because I keep thinking like Monday and then like, oh, watch what happens live. You know, like you fly out on the weekend, you do it on Monday. I'm like, wait, now it's on Tuesday. Now it's like... It just it's so one fun day, talking it's so to you because no one you can't explain to other people the weirdness of reality TV. No, you can't. And then I remember I was talking to Stassi once, and I was like, "Isn't it weird?" And she looked at me, and she goes, "Yeah, it's weird." And I yeah. was like, "Oh my god, Vanderpump thinks it's weird." Yeah, <laughs> but it's because we live in this like it's a new reality that yeah. we're in. When people are like, "Are is it real?" It's like, "Yeah, it's real. Mm-hmm. It's a real new reality that we've created for ourselves." Yeah, and then. Reliving it is going to be fun. I'm really this next season. Fun. I mean, you, that's oh, the word you use to describe when reliving I say, it. When I say fun, <laughs> it's a With multiple emotions. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be so much fun. I, as in, <laughs> oh my god, I can't. 
it's such a mix of I'm emotions. I'm like, oh, you're so new still. That's cute. You think it's fun. <laughs> you're so, I said it with a piece of sarcasm as in it's like, it's so absurd. Yeah. It's so absurd. Do you ever watch it with other cast members? We used to do it all the time. Like, mm. the first couple seasons, we were so into doing, like, viewing parties. Yeah. Like, I would do, like, either at the parlor or at Busby's. I would have a private room. Oh, my God. And we God. would do, like, these big viewing parties every week. And it was just a reason to have a party. Yeah, you just want to drink. But <laughs> after, like, season three and, like, the wedding and then shit started getting really real. Yeah. That was completely ended. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you get the episode ahead of time. Yep, you know so what's about to Sometimes happen. I don't want to. But then I think it was last year... Just with, like, some people, I would have them over at my place and would watch it sometimes. Yeah. Usually only when one of our cast is on Watch What Happens Live After. Because that's live, yeah. and I want to see that. You're supporting it. But, um... Do you live tweet? So, um, I'm going to this year. So, actually, you guys, if you want to text me, I'm going to be texting you guys every Tuesday. My number is 310 310- Two nine 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 three two four, and oh, I, it is really me. I am really responding, so go ahead and text me. But I'm trying to do more interactive things this cool. year because I don't even know how I'm going to look this year. And honestly, I don't give a fuck. This yeah. was my year of giving zero fucks. Fuck yeah. I always try and like protect myself and like keep a little bit private and it fucks me over every time. It doesn't do me any favors. No. And by the end of this summer, I just like, it's, it's sad and probably embarrassing, but I just completely broke down at a birthday party and I was just like, you don't know what it's like to wake up alone every day. Like you guys are on relationships and I'm not. And That's it was amazing. Just like, That's epic. But I just like lost my shit. But then yeah. they're like, wow. That was like very vulnerable and real. I'm like, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Like, well, I have that's nothing what they to lose. do. They're pushing you. They push you to your limit. They did. I, when I started Summer House, I was like, I'm not gonna snap. I'm not gonna cry. Yeah. I'm not gonna lose it. This is this is hilarious. Week ten, if someone breathed at me the wrong way, I was like, fuck you. I was yeah. snapping at everyone because uh-huh. you get pushed past your mental, emotional like limits. No, totally. But I think it's great that you broke down because. Everyone yeah, can relate to that. But I think I'm, I'm probably going to break down in every episode this season. <laughs> uh, so like, I, that was one of 40. I want to do a drinking game with everyone where it's like, every time Sheena cries, take a drink, you're going to be fucking shit-faced. <laughs> Is your boy toy on? No. No, thank God I met him right after we wrapped. Oh, great. Yeah, I mean, next year, if you know we have a season nine, who knows? We'll see. But um, he will not be on the show this year. I do date a little bit, but I tried to stay as far away from that this season. And it just, like, this one guy, this new cast member, it just, like, he kept, like, mm-hmm. everyone was, like, trying to push us. And we, like, made out, like, once briefly. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, like, he, in the first episode, said, um, he's, like, doing his interview. And he's like, yeah, Sheena and I hooked up. And I was like, excuse mm. me. Okay, Carl on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> We did not hook up. We made out for five seconds, blackout drunk in my kitchen. And I was there. I yes. Was there for that, too. Have and a witness. he didn't even remember it. For weeks, He was. I was like, do we, like, say anything? Like, we just started filming. And he's like, honestly, he's like, I don't remember. And I was like, okay, it's fine. Like, no big deal. You don't remember. We're just friends. I was like, yeah. I'm not going to start banging my friend again. I did that last year. It didn't work out so well. So mm-hmm. I'm, like, so anti-doing that. Mm-hmm. And so um, nothing else happened at all. You'll see how it plays out the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. But then in 
the first episode, he's in his interview, like the first two minutes, and he says, um, he's like, yeah, Sheena and I hooked up, and I'm like, okay, it wasn't a hookup. He's like, we were out one night, she invited us back to her place to play categories, and everyone thinks that's like code, and I'm like, no, legitimately, I play categories. <laughs> like, like, that's my thing. Everyone knows yeah, that. I'm pasta, ranked number one. <laughs> like, pasta is really pasta. categories is really categories. <laughs> So, so um, he's like, and um, he's like, and we made out, and he's like, and it wasn't what I expected. No offense to her. What? And then my producer, you hear his voice, and he goes, "Are you saying she was a bad kisser?" And he goes, <laughs> "That's exactly what I'm saying." And I'm like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" First, you Is said he 12 years old. He's like 31. But I'm like, first you don't remember it, and now you remember it was bad. Like, I'm sorry. I think the majority of the cast, not the men, but the women, can all attest to that being false. Also, like, coming in as a new cast m- member and saying something like that about yeah. one of the OGs, like, you better watch yourself. I remember when I was in high school in New Year's, a guy tried to kiss me, and I, like, wasn't into it, and I kind of, like, was like, no, thank you. And then he told the whole, everyone in the school that I was a bad kisser. And oh. That was, like, heartbreak. You know, when you're younger, you're like, you yeah. don't know if you're a good kisser, and you're like, I don't know. So that's some bullshit. That's yes. some immature bullshit. And I'm, I'm like, I'm over him. You, I'm already over him. I, me too. Literally, like, I him. sent him the longest text after I saw it. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And then he's like trying to say, like, oh, I was manipulated into saying it. I was like, nope. no, no, you weren't. You, you can't tell laughed. that to an OG. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we know what's going no on. No one's manipulating you. You literally said it. You laughed and you said it. Like, <laughs> yeah. just own it. And so then we're at BravoCon and I'm like, cool. We have our Vanderpump Rules party. Yeah. They're showing this episode in front of like 2,500 people. Yeah. And I was like, so. Did they show mortified. the whole episode? The whole episode. <gasps> yeah. Oh, but God. everyone. And it sucks because you can't like say something back in the interview. No. <sighs> because I have. But I'm like, I'm hoping as the season plays out, like there are other cast members yes. I make out with this yes. season. Yes. Stay tuned. Um, also, Gabe, Gabe Pride. Yeah, there was a lot of making out. Gabe that Pride night. is always insane. <laughs> yes. I live for those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone so, gets so ratchet. <laughs> there's a lot of making out on Gabe Pride. So I'm hoping that like, and honestly, I'm not hoping. I don't really give a fuck. My boyfriend knows I'm an amazing kisser. And so do many other people. <laughs> like, but it's, it's also so insecure of him to like start off by like putting a dig at you. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, bro. It makes it sound smart. like he got rejected. Yeah. Exactly. That's how it makes it sound. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to watch. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Back to you. <laughs> so Jamie was telling me that she saw a funny, was it a story she told of the blackout one? Yes. Where was I it? Want, I want to hear the story of your brunch blackout. When you were, I, which, which, which time? I was like that perfect response. Um, I heard you saying something that you were hosting an event or a brunch. Oh yeah, and you were kind of nervous because it was about you, or you you were having to host a bunch of people, so you got blackout. Yeah. But what I love most about that whole story is because it's very relatable, which you said. <laughs> You know your true friends when they see you blackout and they're still friends with you the next day. <laughs> I actually had my first, like, it was a mental health charity brunch that I was throwing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, let's black out. Like, there were so many things about it that I was, like, unsure of. Um, and it was like, we had this little VIP section where my friends were. And then there were just people around. And I guess, like, people were kind of just staring at us. And this was very early on, on Summer House. And I guess... And I started seeing this new guy. My brother came. My roommates were there. And I started drinking. Apparently, I was a great host. I was so excited to see everybody. And I was, like, trying to kiss one of my roommates who was straight. 
Um, and then I was like dancing on random people. And then the guy I was seeing apparently was like not happy. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a host. I'm a hostess. And then he actually was like, we have to, we're leaving. Like we left the brunch early because it was the last day of um, Game of Thrones, like the finale of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. which I slept through the whole time. I basically oh, no. got home. He fed, <laughs> he fed me like a good boyfriend. And then I passed out from like 5 p.m. The great thing about blacking out during brunch is you wake up fresh as a daisy. Because you could go to bed at you a decent hour. At six. You just need to yeah. hydrate. Um, yeah. And then in the morning, I'm like, thanks for coming, everyone. They're like, we had a great time. <laughs> Isn't it scary, though? Because you're like, who Who was that? Is that my subconscious just taking over? Like, who's talking to yeah, all of these people? Because she's done it, where I tell her things the next day, and she's like, that was drunk, Jamie. I'm like, how do you not remember that? Like, and you seem coherent. You were so, like, That's lucid. the scary shit. When, like, you're looking so... I think my best friends know in my eyes when I'm gone, when it's like the lights are on, but no one's home. Mm-hmm. They know. But it's, like, scary. Oh, it's, it's very like, scary. Who is that talking? Because what if you, like, start a fight with someone? Right? <laughs> it's like, do they, does that person have my back? Also, do they have my best The worst part was that normally when you're blackout, like, other people are on your similar level, no one was on my level. <laughs> no, it was, like, no, a casual brunch, and I was like, wake up! Oh, my God. Um, so, and yeah, just that was to clarify, fun. I don't get blackout, like, often, Sheena. No, 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 but, she doesn't. But <laughs> when she does, she starts reading people's auras. Oh, my gosh. She's a Psychic. I become, like, I become a mediocre psychic when I'm you, drunk. Can you read people's auras? I, I can. Okay, real quick. I was in San Diego last weekend, and I've discovered that it takes exactly five vodka shots <laughs> for me to become psychic, but still coherent because I remembered all that of this. That is amazing. Right? So I go up to this stranger. Because it's guy. all your subconscious. Yes, right? So I just go up to this guy, and he was wearing this gold chain with like some sort of medallion on it. And I don't know who I think I am, but I just go up to him, and I held the chain as if I'm like an actual legit psychic feeling like energies. That's your hands. I She's like, it. let me touch your dick. Yep, I'm sensing green and a blue. Now you have a boner. So I'm feeling this chain, right? And I go to him. I feel this I, I feel this sadness in you. You you listen. You lo- you lost a female that was very close to you. I I really felt like he lost his mom. I'm like, you lost a female that's really close to you. And he starts crying. (gasps) And he was like, oh, my God, how did you know? And I'm like, and this chain is a symbol of her, right? And he said, yes. (gasps) And I said, she's here with you right now, and she wants you to know (gasps) that you have a decision to make. And it's it's a very emotional decision because it's between money or following, like, your passion. And, like, you know in your gut that that's the way to go and, and don't go, like, the money route. And he was like, thank you so much. Like, I needed to hear that. And then you left and started dancing to, like, Lil Jon. (laughs) (laughs) You started just bumping and grinding. That's incredible. And so I left and I texted Sheena. I'm like, okay, this is what we need for me to be psychic. (laughs) Exactly five vodka shots. That's the perfect. That's the perfect It just, like, quiets one part of the brain and wakes up another. But, like, literally, like, she's had, like, visions and things she said that I will say. The white candle. Yeah, wait. In Palm Springs with your grandma. Wait. We were drinking then too. <laughs> she knows what. Hold up. on. So no. we were we were at we were doing something. It, yeah. It, we were gonna play a game or something. I don't know how your grandma. Oh, we were telling ghost stories. Oh, that's creepy. Right. And she was about to tell a ghost story, and I'm like, wait, we need to light a white candle. And she's like, why did you just say that? Oh yes. 
Yeah. And then the story was about a white candle with your grandma or something? Yeah, so years and years ago when my grandma passed away, we had um, a psychic reading. And this was like over the phone. It was like friends of like John Edward, who's this amazing psychic, used to have a TV show. And it was this thing on Coast 103.5, like our like slow jams radio station yeah. out here. And they had this thing called Angels in Waiting. And it was two colleagues of his who would do readings over the phone. Wow. So my grandpa had passed away. My grandma had... um about 11 months later had submitted um, us to have one of these readings and then my grandma passed away so within a year literally all four of my grandparents passed away oh, I'm sorry. but so these two so my grandma submits it she passes away suddenly had a stroke and the next day we get a phone call and they're like hi can we speak to Maxine we're like we're so sorry she passed away and they're like we just got an email from her like two days ago and we're like it happened suddenly yesterday and they're like well she was selected for this reading and we're like holy shit like that's her like oh my god so we get this reading and long story short there was part of it where the psychic goes and I just want you both to know my mom and I she's like your grandma really loves those white candles you have lit for her on the table and my mom and I look over at the white fucking candles that these were I have on the goosebumps phone. I have goosebumps it was just like oh my god I believe in all that shit 100% that's one thing too. that I love about LA I'm in New York there's like I'm just very spiritual yeah and I don't like I I have friends who are like psychics and stuff and I'm always afraid for them to read me but I like believing in it yeah I did um Hollywood medium with Tyler Henry oh my god how was that oh my god it was the most incredible experience in my life like everything he said was right up to the point where this was last September 2018 mm -hmm. and he was like you know focus on work blah, blah 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 he was like this is not your time for love he's like just put that on hold he goes end of 2019 going into 2020 that's your time mm -hmm. and in September last year I was like god that's so far away but I was like it kept me in the mindset of like any fuck boy who came along I was like nope nope nope, nope not the right time nope and then, boom, fucking Aquaman just comes into my it life. It sucks, though, because, like, we're, we're all, you know, getting older, and you're, like, to be, like, this is not the right time is hard. Yeah. You're, like, society tells me that this is the right time. My eggs are telling me this is the right time. That's why I froze them. That's I remember when you froze them. I've done it twice. I'm doing it one more time. Is it really painful? No. Well, for me, it wasn't. But mm -hmm. I also don't have a fear of needles, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think well I think I might do that too because I'm just like so driven mm -hmm. right now and so focused. You're at such a good age to do it too. And I don't want to get distracted. Like yeah. My one thing is I don't want to do to distract me. If you're like helping me or like bringing me joy, cool. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to get dependent on you no. or get distracted by you. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend it. I mean there are you know I mean in your position there's yeah. so many doctors who would probably do trade mm -hmm. for things. Did but you like, do a trade? Yeah. Okay. I, I posted a ton of stuff. Yeah, and all that I would. I also just wanted people to be aware that this is an option. You don't have to freeze embryos. You don't have to find the right guy or settle. Like, you can do this on your own if you want, but also you and just have that option. And then you need to do IVF? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, there's a chance, you know, I could still get pregnant on my own. Yeah. But why when I have... I have 16 eggs frozen right now. I'm doing one more round in probably March. I keep pushing it a little because you, girl. it's snowboarding season. And I was like, going to do it in January. And then Brock's like, uh, we're going to Sundance. We're going to Tahoe. I was like, shit, you're right. I was like, all right, Get February. And I was like, I go, you know what? Because he's like all about Does me. Does he doing live in round. San Diego? Yeah. Oh, how long does it take you to get there? Like two hours. 
But also I have a house in Palm Springs, which is two hours. So it's like I'm so used to that drive. Uh, it's it's, I'm like bad. understanding the L.A. lifestyle where it's like you bop in your car, you go the next thing. And all L.A. so cool because it's all these different kinds of towns in yeah. such a small area. It's so different than the city. But I'm yeah. like, I want to be by coastal. Yeah. I feel like I that love means it. doing well. And it's great because you can take the train down to San Diego. So you can just like get work done. I literally did a podcast yeah. from the train a couple weeks ago oh my God, when we went so down fun. there. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. I was like worried about the noise. But we're like. This is oddly okay. <laughs> like this could be our new thing. We're taking shenanigans on tour. That's amazing. LA to SD. That's amazing. You have you done live shows? No, I haven't yet. So uh, that okay. So Stassi's on tour right now. Yeah. And she's saying it's her podcast tour, but she's not doing a podcast. No. So I don't. Have you seen her show? So I'm like very good friends with Taylor Strecker. Okay. Who, yeah. Who like inspired me to do radio? Uh-huh. And we do radio together. And she so like Taylor opens with I think like ten minutes. And then like stand up, stand up. Okay. And then stop, but it like has to do with Stassi Little and Vanderpump and her relationship with Stassi. And then I guess they go on and they do a couple just different like entertaining segments and games. So it's not just her like talking to a guest. Gotcha. Um, and I think it's it's more it's if you're doing a live show, it's fun to like get a couple segments, get a guest in different places. I guess she's lucky because she has um Bo, mm-hmm. but you kind of can make your own thing. Like I. Mine, I would do some stand-up, and then I would do, like, um, different games that I play. Yeah. You really can make it your own. And you'll just find that you don't want to just sit there with a mic when you're performing from all these people. The energy's insane. You want to, like, do games and do more stuff. Yeah. But I think that you on the road – I mean, you're already a performer. And that's the thing. I love, like, doing shows already, and then especially after being in Vegas, doing a live show every night for – four or five months. I mean, I loved it. Like, I thrived on just that energy yeah. and, like, I can't making imagine. people laugh. You and... already did, like, Vegas. Yeah. So I feel like, now we're just business talking, but I feel like shenanigans, you can make it whatever you want. Like, you could have openers of, like, whatever, like, dancers, or you could do a song on it. She I could think... close with good as gold. Yes, yeah. 100% should close with good 100%. as gold. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, you make it your own thing, because shenanigans is just your personality. Yeah. It's just people hearing you talk shit. Yeah. So if you go on, like, I definitely think you perform some songs. I think you do, like, you even maybe, like, put together, like, fun clips of things you've done in the past. I don't know. Talk about, just make it your own. Okay, so you're going to produce my Yeah, I'm producing. Tour. We're done. We're, <laughs> I'm producing. It's happening. Yeah, I mean, I would love to do that because it's like, I mean, I'm not a talented singer. I know that. But I I can... would argue you're very entertaining I, but and your thing. shit slaps thank you yeah but it's like entertaining as a performer i'm not trying to sing fucking celine dion ballads no people aren't going to hear like your range exactly people are going to shake their asses and be around you and like it's such oh it's so iconic yeah you know we're gonna we're gonna you um, have to. The hardest thing is discuss this because I had, I had a little vision about you doing this. <gasps> yeah, yeah. So uh, we have a she whole knows. conversation like through text about this. Already. We did talk about this. Yeah, Sheena, come to New York City. We'll start with a show. We'll do it like Gotham or a, mm. one of the prettier theaters, and we'll have one show. We'll test it out so yeah. your friends won't yes. see you. Uh-huh. They won't. Jo- and then when it's ready. Yeah, in a small market like New York City. A small market yeah, like no New York City. City. No one will yeah. know about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think you clearly, there's something like podcasting, this is great. And I'm funny on podcasts because I forget that other people listen. Mm-hmm. And then I say stupid shit. I, I do but, too. <laughs> all the time. And then you're apologizing. But I feel like there's something about seeing the people who listen to your podcast and love Vanderpump and love the stuff you do and seeing them in 
and like doing the meet and greets it's just like a great energy and it yeah. actually creates great buzz for the podcast too yeah and i love that like even just at BravoCon oh at our God. vanderpump rules after party at like midnight after like four or five shots james texted me and was like hey do you want to do good as gold and i'm like I'm drunk now. There's 2,400 people here. <laughs> sure. That. I was supposed to go, but I had a show. I had yeah. to leave for a show. But I know Paige and Amanda were there, and I was so jealous. Yeah, um, I had no rehearsal whatsoever. I just went backstage, grabbed a mic. My voice yep. was, like, gone from partying the night before. Yep. Got out there, did the splits. Everyone just, like, yes! freaked out. And it was so much fun. I'm like, I want to do this all the time, but it's like, I just, I don't think that I could carry it on my own. I would need more aspects to a show yes i think like you get your girl whoever yeah. she is um you get one of your guys who's a great performer and we'll talk it out we'll figure yeah. it out i want to produce this yeah that we'll would be it fun it's just the most <laughs> annoying thing too it's like oh you're just copying stassi i'm like oh is she the only one who can go on tour yes yeah, is she the only one who can have a podcast stassi like, didn't invent podcast no, touring we have similar interests if it's anything like, she she proved the concept works for it works TV. exactly it's not a competition i'm like we can all have some lala and i both do acting lala and i both do singing it's like we're not copying each other. There are millions of people in the world who do these things. And also, you both have you you both might do be doing the same recipe, but it's going to taste different. You guys are doing yeah. two different brands and two different things. And I'd argue Stassi should be like she'd probably be happy that you guys are grinding and doing yeah. your thing. And I think you're going to make it your own. It's going to be very different than Stassi's. Yeah, definitely. Because um, I mean, her and I are we're night and day. Yeah, and it's like I it's mean, so good. Like, that... Kristen wrote a book, and it's like, well, she's copying. I know. It's like no people. There are people write people books. People write books. <laughs> <laughs> and fun fact: Kristen's been working on her book a lot longer than Stassi worked on hers. Wow, like I Kristen didn't know started that. writing this like probably three or four years ago. Yeah, and it just kind of got put on hold, and then boom, Stassi just put that book out so quickly. Yeah. But their books are also very different. So different. To be honest, I just think they're both smart. Yeah. And the more I see women grinding, like there's, especially with millennials, with podcasts, there's so much room for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like everyone just wants to have the next like fun thing they listen to. And that's why like I love coming on like this kind of podcast. Yeah. I feel like, like your listeners are cool as fuck and they'll listen to mine and my listeners will listen to yours. And like yeah. we're all happy together making money. Yes. Anyway, that's my, my shit about that. But yeah, you, you need to do a tour. You're a performer. That's where you feel alive. Yeah, it is. That's I my mean, vision. You're I, we have right? a shared vision. We have a shared vision. We're Every intuitive. time I go to like a Broadway show, I get like sad because I'm like, oh, I miss being on stage every night. Like it was so much fun. Those emotions like sad or even like jealousy. Yeah. It's just the universe telling you that's what you want to do. Yeah, and I mean, that's true, and it's like, I'm I'm 34 now, like, I can admit a lot of things that I maybe couldn't admit before, and it's like, I mean, yeah, I am envious of everything Stassi's doing, because it's things I want to be doing, but I'm not trying to do it either. I'm like, I'm not jealous of her, I'm not hating on her, she is proving that this works, mm -hmm. and it's something that I want to do too, so I'm like, if she can do it, I know I can do it, yeah. she's just doing it first. And thank you, Stassi, for, like, putting that into the universe, yeah, and absolutely. making you realize, like, holy shit. That's amazing. Yeah. And like her and I are finally on a play, like on the same page where we're like, we're good. We're, I mean, we're not best friends. We don't talk every day. I think mm -hmm. I talk to her, her fiance more than I talk to her. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we're just like good and like supportive of each other. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not a competition anymore. 
I'm just I'm too old for that shit. Like, it's it's, it's funny you say like now that you're 34. Like I couldn't have done reality TV when I was 24. I didn't know who I was. I wasn't confident enough. Not that I have it all together now, but like to put yourself out there is so hard. Mm-hmm. And I think now you're at the stage. It's like you've done Vegas. You have this podcast. You're on the show. It just seems like a natural next step yeah. to let people see you. In per- I hate saying in the flesh because that word's disgusting to me. <laughs> but in person, yeah. Because <laughs> really, that's what people want to see, and they just want to enjoy you and experience like whatever gets you hyped up yeah and excited all right well shenanigans might be going on tour in 2020 so i did have some questions come in for you Ooh, fun um all right let's see i screenshot a bunch of them um the first one that came through was ask hannah if jordan's gay <laughs> <laughs> ask hannah if jordan's a virgin <laughs> Katie.h also wants to know, Hannah, why throw so much shade towards LA? Oh my God, I'm being so (laughs) crazy on Instagram right now. I basically found the plastic surgery filter Uh and I was just having so much fun with it. I was like, I want to get a little dog and not take care of it, but take photos. And I want to do a screenplay about like a girl (laughs) who likes a guy, but she doesn't know if he likes her back. And I just like kept going. I think because I'm from New York City, there's so many stereotypes about LA. Yeah. So I just like have been loving making fun of it. But then like intermittently, I'm like, wait, I kind of love LA. Like I'll post a photo of Venice Beach and like, I think New York and LA are so different so different and I'm like but I have this like love and respect for like it's like LA New York where the hubs where there's so much energy it's so amazing um but I'm a comedian so I'm gonna I shit on New York I shit on LA yeah (laughs) (laughs) like I basically was making fun of uh, yeah I've made fun of everything yeah I spent nineteen dollars this morning on an acai bowl. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's that, where that we are. That sounds like that's where we're at. An expensive. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tay D Mill wants to know if you're still friends with the British Boo thing. Oh my God, British Dave, we're actually still really good friends. I don't. I'm normally not friends with exes. We we ended. He's in Australia right now. Like he was moving around. He also was a party boy, and he like didn't really. His career was, like, moving all around. He was in finance. And I just didn't feel like he was the one for me. But mm-hmm. he was, like, really tall and sexy. Did you know <laughs> that from the start? He wasn't the one? I feel like we, when we met, we both had just gone out of a relationship. He actually broke up with me before we started dating. What? Like, we met on a dating app, and we were about to meet up for a date, and he sent me a long paragraph text. He calls me Bernie. He was like, Bernie, I feel like I'm not in the right emotional place to meet someone new, and you seem super cool. Like, this whole long thing. And you're like, you're perfect. And I just got <laughs> emotionally available. Yes! <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, cool. I just wanted to get a drink, because I'm in a similar place, too, but whatever. It's fine. And then he goes, fine, let's go meet up. We get drunk. <laughs> we make out the whole date. But he was, like, actually emotionally unavailable, and I was, like, so into it. <laughs> like, he was – I was – oh, I, I was so into him. And, like, a month later, I was, like – he just wasn't that into me, and I, I started hooking up with this Australian rugby player who was super hot. Ooh, My boyfriend's an Australian rugby ah! player. They're the best. They're so – but they, they party. They oh, I know. They fucking party. That's how we met. I love Australians. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too. I love Australians. And, and Bruce Dave, I could tell, like, got jealous – and he was like, how did he know? I think like I told him. <laughs> I was like, I'm seeing an Australian rugby player. Sorry, bye. Wait, you got to tell me his name after the show because I'm going to ask Brock if he knows him. So he he played for, yeah, the New York whatever Eagles or some shit. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> They're so crazy. <laughs> but anyway, British Dave who loves rugby and he was, and then we started seeing each other again. But I kind of like never got 
back into it fully. Mm-hmm. But then, like, with the show, I was, like, we were talking, and he was the – I just, like, got – I was very close with him, but I didn't feel like he was the one for me. Yeah. That's just how it was. But I, like, love being around him. He's so cute. And we have this trust after the show together. We really were, like – I saw sides of him that I was, like, oh, my God, you are such a sweetheart. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't the right timing. And he was always just, like, oh, I want to go to England. I want to go to Tokyo. I want And I was, like, yo, chill. I'm trying to just, like, get some shit done by tomorrow in New York City. I just want to do my laundry. <laughs> I literally want to do my laundry. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just because they're hot and tall doesn't mean they're right for you. But British Dave is great, and I think That's he's doing true. fine with the ladies. So. Very true. Yeah. Nicole Serzanin wants to know if you could vacation with anyone from Bravo, who would it be and why? Oh, my gosh. Well, my number one is always um, Paige. We are so – we don't give a sh- – like, we never get mad at each other for anything. We both just don't care about things. Yeah. Like, she will cancel on me two minutes before something, and I'll be like, you know what? Now I get to do that to you one time. <laughs> like, we, we just, like, never get mad at each other, and we know what we're thinking. I think rooming together, you get really close. Yeah. And we don't – we're, like, both messy, and we never get mad at each other for being messy. <laughs> this is about production, but <laughs> the camera guys would come in, and we would just, like, put our heels, like, in the middle of the room and watch them almost, like, fall on them. It was just – we're a mess. We're a literal mess. But um, Paige is great to travel with. Also, she tells me very blatantly, like, when my outfits are shit. Mm-hmm. And she, we're so different with fashion. But I feel like I've helped her chill out a little, and she's helped me like be a little more highbrow. Yeah. Okay. Um, on another show, who would I travel with? Um, Teresa. Yes. Teresa. <laughs> have you met her before? Oh, I know her. Yeah, we have the same makeup artist. Oh, yeah. Priscilla. Yeah. I love. Uh-huh. Oh, Priscilla is the fucking best. I know she's the shit. Oh my god, I love her so much. Yeah. Great personality too, and she's gorgeous. But um, Teresa, when I interviewed her, I pronounced her name wrong. I said it was. Judice or something and she was like what that's not my name and then I it's Judice yeah um she's just so scary but so actually sweet and yeah fun. I love her I would just like watch her be herself I just watch her on tv all the yeah time, and she's incredible yeah she'd be fun to go out with I feel like she'd party but she'd also like get her way I'd mm-hmm. be like I want that beach chair and she'd be like I got it <laughs> <laughs> what if you had to date someone from Bravo oh my god oh yeah oh my god such a good question Okay, this is so. Un- you know who I ran into in Santa Monica? Ew. The first night, I fly in. We go to a random. We're staying at the Shore Hotel. We said we go to a random taco spot. Shep walks in. Stop, <laughs> Shep. I'm like I'm in a random place in Santa Monica, and he's with some like 23 year old with fake lips, and oh, like God. just like she just was like maybe 18. No, I'm just kidding. But um. <laughs> she- and I basically was like, do I say hi to him? And my parents were like, say hi to him. I'm like, this is so random. And I walk up. I was like, what's up? And he was like, what are you doing here? He was so nice. But Shep is the kind of guy that when I was younger, I would have liked because he's tall and emotionally unavailable. But yeah. now I'm like, you're – no. Like, I, it doesn't phase me anymore. Yeah. I just see him as like, oh. I know. Oh. Like, you have potential. Yeah. But, uh. um, I mean, Austin actually flirted on – at Summer House when he came to party. But he's, I told him, he's too sweet for me. Like, yeah. I, I told him, you can't handle a New York girl. And he's so off and on with his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to get involved in that. Yeah. In that no, mess. That's messy. Who would I hook up with? I actually, I do, I have like a little crush on Tom Schwartz. Ooh. <laughs> oh. No, he's, <laughs> I am, totally respect him and Katie, but um, he's a, a lot funnier in person yeah than on tv like he's a lot more clever and i love shy guys and Mm -hmm. he's like pretty shy and then will like 
just say subtle funny things so i liked his energy yeah i'm just starting drama all right yeah all right well maybe we have another summer house vanderpump rules crossover <laughs> next season i know we want you there i was supposed to come this summer and then i don't know what happened they just never followed up and then jackson Brittany were supposed to go and then I was like, Carl, do you know like what's going That's on? So and then weird. Nothing ever happened. I, I think like, they like oh. always had it as a plan, but we're seeing like where our, our episodes were to see if they could fit you yeah. in. Yeah. Because think what happened last year is like we had so much shit going on that like we didn't even really need that extra story of them coming, and mm-hmm. then it became kind of like they just watching us fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was when I yelled at Jordan. And I was like, yeah, cool. I remember yeah. that. That was one of those things where I was like, I'm not going to snap. Uh-huh. And then I was like, he, because I was supporting him like throughout the whole season. And then I, I got put in my head that like, I might look like a liar. I mean, like I'm supporting a liar. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not trying to support anything. I just want you to be yourself. Yeah. And I fucking lost my damn mind. <laughs> and then like the next day we were fine. But are you guys still friends? We're still friends. But he like something came out in TMZ like yesterday with him that like was not cool like him like spilling some shit so mm. i don't really want to get involved in that right now yeah like, i was like should i text him and i'm like i don't i don't know nah. he went to college with adam so oh random yeah i just oh, had I a bad taste in my mouth about him from day one so oh. i was like ew you went to fsu but schwartz <laughs> went to fsu so we love schwartz you know i actually had um robbie hayes on my podcast that was like one of my oh notes my God, yes. i wrote down robbie okay what just go. Tell us. <laughs> okay, so Robbie has always been friends with Jordan. Who knows what's going on with those two? Yeah, of course they're friends. Of course they're friends. And um, but I never got involved in that. And then we had a some a, like premiere party, some party that he was at, and he was just like, "What are you up to in New York?" And I was like, "Come on my podcast tomorrow." And he was like, "Sure." And he rolled in. He's so yeah. He's a different kind of guy than I'm used to because yeah. he's like so laid back. His teeth are blinding. Um, literally, <laughs> I thought, I thought he'd be more annoying than he is. Yeah. He was actually like cool laid back, but I'm like, you're bad fucking news. Yeah. Like I could tell he's bad news, but like definitely a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's why him and I <laughs> That have, was like, my intuition. <laughs> taking trips together. Like we, yeah. you know, just had drunken makeouts and stuff because he is, he's a good time. He's but... so charming. Yeah. So charming. He's way more charming than I thought he'd be considering his hair. Yeah. Like he pulls it. I was like, I was like, you can't. He takes swag to like, and I was calling him out about his hair, and he was very logical. He's like, yeah, I just try to do something new. Men are stupid. Yeah, men need girlfriends to yes. tell them what to do. Totally, with their hair. Yeah, but um, yeah, we had a fun episode on Burning Hell. Love that. Well, I can't <laughs> wait. I'll be in New York, like I said soon. Yes, hell yeah. And I can't wait to come on Burning in Hell. I can't wait to. Have I think you. Jamie's gonna be with me in New York. Hell yeah! Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna bring drunk Jamie. We're gonna do psychic reading. Five shots like, of Jamie. Vodka. We have to. Let's do it. I'm really excited. Yes. Okay, tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at beingburns, B-E-I-N-G-B-E-R-N-Z, and burning in hell. Rate, subscribe, review. Also, I'm going to be, oh my God, um, I'm going to be, <laughs> she's a whole family. <laughs> I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. at the Improv on January 22nd. So get tickets to that. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans. Download new episodes every Tuesday and subscribe on the Podcast One app at podcastone.com or at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah.
with the girls, no stress on. Check out this boy, he's got what I like. Gonna bring him home tonight. Yeah. Looking fine, and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy, I'ma make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see that. Do you need it? Just us two. Yeah. Maybe we can work it out just us two. Yeah. Let me see you shake that. <laughs> Let me see you shake that. 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 Let me see